0: As we unpacked last week, traveling with the Aliak bars is quite literally a deadly experience. But just wait until you hear about what happens once we actually land in the mother country. So grab a chai, no, not a chai tea latte, but a brewed black chai, and let's get started. Happy Tuesday, everybody, and welcome back to the Just In Between pod. We're so glad Noonies dance with death, didn't give anyone a heart attack. And you're all able to join us again this week. This one's going to be such a fun episode because we've made it out of the airport in one piece, thankfully, and we've landed in Turkey, which is our motherland. I can't say going back is nostalgic because I never got the chance to make memories. We left when I was only nine months old, but, but you make memories now every time we yeah, go back. Yeah, I was just about to say that we make memories every time. We go back. Sometimes you're like, I'm never going back. But then you realize, you know, this could really never happen anywhere else. So we must go again. The very first time we went back, we did not go to Istanbul directly. We went to the village. <laughs> That's our dad's side of town. That's our dad's side. That's his of old town. stomping ground. <laughs> the king has returned. So we had to go there first. And I think I was about eight years old. Nuni was like. Four or five. I mean, we just weren't used to seeing a lot of family because we were only around my mom's side. I think everyone can agree that's the glorious side anyway. Yeah. God bless mama's side. (laughs) We traveled by car. There's no airport within a thousand miles of this village. We traveled by car from Istanbul, to this little village, Kirkuk. It was only me and Noonie at the time, so it was a lot more comfortable than it would have been with... So much leg room. <laughs> so much leg room, and we were tiny little kids. In a small car. In a small like car. I, I will... I just want you guys to imagine it. You know, I don't think there was a car that was younger than, like, 1996. So it, it was very old. It was very small. The cars run on um, diesel. Yeah, diesel. Like <laughs> <that's>, <laughs> they, don't, they don't run on gas. They're not electric. No Teslas were made. When we made. say village, we mean village. <laughs> but, like, it's, but like you, people riding into town on a donkey. You see I cows guess. crossing the street, and I have you, photographic evidence of us sitting in traffic due to a cow herd crossing the road, which, mind you, isn't a road; it's a dirt patch. Mm-hmm. Um, That has been turned into three or four lanes, you know, depending on the day. So my dad hadn't seen his family for years. He 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 left home and he was like 17 or 18. And he hadn't seen his parents. I mean, I was eight. So like nine or 10 years, that's a long time to not see your family, especially when your family is as close as his is. We're driving and my dad is so excited. Even as a little kid, I remember this, he's just so excited and he, he's just, you know, anticipating what everyone's going to do and say and how they're going to react. We pull up to, at this time, the house was, um, it was a mud house that we pulled into. And I was like, are we staying in here? <laughs> I was like, in the trenches? Off. I was like, Dan, you live here. Here's <laughs> the bricks. <laughs> Where's the concrete? <laughs> I was like, Dad, are we living in a hut? Honestly, I was looking (laughs) for a tree, to be honest. There were trees. There were date trees everywhere, but that's the only tree. I had never seen one in my life. They're huge. They're gigantic. And the one in front of my grandparents' house, which is the house we were pulling into, was a date tree that my dad planted when he was a little boy. And it had grown into like this massive, just a little tie (laughs) A, a massive tree. So In was, Colorado, people grow up with their golden retrievers. My dad grew up with a date tree. With a tree. date tree. It Aww. was so cute. He was so excited to tell us the story of this date tree. Name something more Middle Eastern. <laughs> <laughs> I dare you. Now bond stronger than a brown dad and his love for dates. And how offended does my father get when it's not the juicy dates? If it's like... Oh, yeah, the other the day dates we from bought... from Sprouts, he's like, oh, nah. The other day we bought dates from Costco for him, and he was so offended that they were like... He's like, put this back in the bag and go throw it in their face <laughs> and return it. This is not a date. I grew up in date country. <laughs> I was like, Dad, maybe it's like a drier date. It's not as moist. He's like, you don't think I know what a date is? is I there... grew up Listen, on dates. They're Chinese dates. They're a different breed. Enough about the dates. I am just astonished at the fact that we're staying at this house. That was the least of my worries. Because as soon as the car doors open, my dad gets out and there are... A hundred people congregated around it's our just car. swarms of people coming from all all sides. Everyone screaming my dad's name. They're emotional. They're crying. They're like in hysterics. And me, my mom, and Noonie were just in a corner and like we did had no idea. Oh yeah, what to no one do. cared about no, us. No one cared about us. They wasn't out of the way to it. It wasn't our arrival we <laughs> were celebrating <laughs> or waiting for. No, no, no. They no. did not give to the you. The eldest son had returned. <laughs> I'm telling you, the king came back to reclaim his crown. This is like in The Lion King when Simba comes back and that's how excited they are. This is exactly how excited these people were. They had their king back, the king of their tribe. And we're just like squished, like the wave of people just push us up against the car. And we're just, I'm like staring at my mom and Noonie's crying. (laughs) Listen, I had just woken from the best nap of my life.
1: And, and she's so I,
0: tiny. <laughs> like, Noonie was a very small baby. Looking at me now, you'd never know. Stop was that. just quite literally skin and bone. Stop it. Let's I know. <laughs> she was super, super tiny as a baby, as a toddler. So I was like, I don't even see Noonie. She's gone. Someone kidnapped her. They took this American girl to make money. Off uh, holding her. me for ransom. <laughs> I just see people coming and coming and coming. Then, like... Strangers start hugging me and kissing me, and then I freak out. I start yelling and screaming for my mom and my mom's like oh it's okay like this is your aunt this Something. is your... i was like mom i don't care i don't never if someone in the, the crowd t- be like, t- hey yo make room for the <laughs> wife and kids what's wrong with y'all <laughs> that's the only way we got out of the crowd so god bless the man yeah that's if it wasn't yell. for that man we would have probably been trampled we've just literally been <laughs> shoved back in the car and back on our way to the states that's <laughs> <laughs> i'm telling you they were not there for us oh my god it was crazy and like i love the fact that we come from a big family and like nuni said in our first episode we're from the ilhan tribe and that is a huge tribe like a cool historic lesson we had our own currency And our own established government, like not a lot of tribes can say that they had built that or they had that in their family history. So it was pretty cool. So that's really neat. But obviously as a little kid, we did not know any of that. And we were just like, why does my dad know so many people? Why why are there so many people here? I mean, it was crazy. People were throwing candy at us. They were doing the, what is that called? Ah! There you go. (laughs) I love that. I love doing that. That's something that a lot of brown people do out of excitement and It's like a like a call of happiness. Yeah, it's it's for celebratory reasons. We do it at weddings. So, once we got back with our dad and we are able to like go into the room, get settled, I think the biggest hurdle that I have ever faced came and that was using the bathroom. And lol <laughs> Do we want to talk about bathrooms? I do, because it was it's truly traumatizing. And I'm sure there's other places in the world that have this same situation. I know, I know of other places that have it. You all yeah. might recognize it from camping trips, when your dad gives you a shovel and says, kiddo, dig a hole, do your business, cover the hole. That's exactly what happened. I was That's like, similar. Mom, I have to go to the bathroom. And she's like, okay, let's go to the bathroom. First of all, the bathroom is outside of the house, so. That's I was, a fun travel. That's a fun travel in the middle of the night. I was like, what the heck? We're walking outside the house, and of course, every time an auntie sees me, they like pull my arm. Oh my goodness, you're so cute, blah, blah, blah. Let me kiss you, let me hug ma'am, you. Ma'am, I'm trying to pee. I was like, ma'am, I gotta pee. I haven't peed I'm for. Been in the car for eight hours. We're <laughs> sitting alone. The tank. And unless you want me to pee right here in the middle of this courtyard, Listen. please let go of me. I opened the door to the bathroom and I looked at the bathroom and I looked at my mom and I looked at the bathroom and I looked at my mom. I was like, mom, how do I use this? And she was like, well, you just squat. So it's literally just a hole in the ground and you it wasn't pop it. And squat and do your business and then get up and go. It was a bit more refined than a hole in the soil, I should say. It was yeah, like I it was mean, like cement and it, it was cement and, and there was a flap that like went down every time. No, that there wasn't a or flap is that plat. no no no. Oh, that's, wait, that's like in restaurant settings okay. and like this. Sorry, that's the high class. This thing? is the high cl- that was the high class. This was like just a residential area. It was literally just a hole in the cement and you were Told to pop a squat and do your business. I did not go to the bathroom for three days. I was so scared of going to the bathroom in this hole that I I just couldn't. Like, I was terrified. So this bathroom became a reoccurring nightmare. Like, every trip we took back there, though. mm -hmm. I only went to the village twice in my Mm -hmm. whole life. And both times... The bathroom was one of the biggest hurdles I had to go through. Well, the time through. we went with Haidat, our uncle, um, that... Oh, speaking yeah. Speaking of whitewashed children. <laughs> he was he's more whitewashed Oh, my God. <laughs> he can't <laughs> God bless Haided. Um He was worse than me. He didn't, he didn't go, go for, for a, whole, for a week. whole week. He was essentially, like, needed to go to the doctor because he... It's going to get graphic, but he just had poop lodged up in him that needed to get out but he had like so many stomach issues his stomach was hurting he had a fever like he just needed to let it go but he refused and then finally you know my grandma like put her foot down I was like hi dad just go take a poop and then come back <laughs> it's like the simplest thing it was his worst nightmare but he accomplished it and he felt so much better And then in Turkey, they had, they used to have them as well, like in... Well, they have them in a lot of places, though. Most recent place we went to in Turkey, I can't remember where it was, but one of the places we went, one of the hotels we stayed in, it had it, and I was like, nope, this is my sign to get the heck out of this hotel. The funny part is, there's a lady that sits outside the bathroom, charges you one lira, which is one of their dollars, to use the hole in the ground toilet. Well, when toilet. You leave, they would ask you, big or little? I was like, big or little what? She goes, big or little booty? <laughs> no, she's talking about. I, I know what you, she's what? talking about. I'm trying to <laughs> soften the blow of the situation. Nasty. Big or little means, number did you do a number two? one or a number two? Which she could have easily said number one or number two, but she goes, big or little. They don't And have I was that. like, what the f-? <laughs> you have that. You go in there, um, a medium? <laughs> <laughs> what if you did both? Like, do you have to be a parent? Like, gotta give two lyrics. <laughs> Double trouble in my toilets. There's another funny thing that Haida did in the village town. So, a little background. This, we had already been to the village first. This was our second time. This was our second time. So we knew our way around. We thought we were cream of the crop. Listen, we were high class, y'all, because we had been through this rodeo before. And we're just sitting and watching Hayden lose his mind. It was the greatest thing, which today we still talk about. There is a little, like a cement bowl. It's made out of clay. Um, it's almost like a piece of pottery. Yeah, so it's it's essentially like a water filtration system, mm-hmm. um, and it was super cool, actually, because the water is in the big part of the bowl, but then at the bottom, there's just like this little leak, and that's all the, essentially, the bacteria and bad stuff coming out of the water. I didn't know this was drinking water. <laughs> Literally, people come in sweaty from a bad day at work. They just want to reach inside that mud pot and it it keeps the water really nice and it's cold so and if you cold. guys don't know like no ice necessary it was, the village is in like a very hot part of the country so it was always blazing a hot dry desert this like clay pot would keep the water so crisp and cold even as a kid i was like ooh i can't wait to go like get like y'all know a the Chick Chick-fil-A a ice Chick-fil-A ice. Yeah, you know how like it's like so small, but it keeps it so cold? It was that was just Sonic like that. ice. No, it's Chick-fil-A. Okay. In my side of town. So, yeah, that's drinking water that everyone looks forward to because it's been sitting there in the filter all day. You just want to dig into it. Haider sees this. Haider! And then <laughs> takes one look at his new Nikes. And he's like, Because oh. he got mud on his Nikes. and he, It was the end of the world for Haider. Listen, it's a mud country. Like, it's there's dirt everywhere. It's a dirt road. You're not supposed to bring nice shoes. Haider got muddy shoes and was like, oh, I need to clean these right now. He got upset, threw a fit. Third world country problems. Like, he took his Nike, his muddy, dirty, nasty Nikes, and he dunked them in that crisp, cool drinking water and scrubbed the heck out of them until they were Until they were crisp and clean themselves. Honestly. They had to wait two days for that water to get filled out again. The shock on these people's face. They're like, oh my god, what did you do? And he's like, what? I cleaned my shoe. I don't see the problem with that. not a bath. He's like, these are $200 shoes. I need to clean them. They can't stay money. They weren't $200 shoes. They were like, I don't care how much it is. That is our drinking water. Oh my god, they died like it was the end of the world but they also like got a laugh out of it because they were like well, oh. now but in the moment that everyone was very oh angry. hey they're so inexperienced and we're we're cracking the freak up i just loved watching Haida trip over his own feet little did we know that Haida dunking his nikes in the cool crisp drinking water was the least of our problems because noonie was chased around the entire block by rabid crazy dogs and she was screaming bloody murder. She's like, Anna! Let me let me break it down. Cause it sounds like I'm just accident prone. I <laughs> you are. I don't ask for these things. She went to the store. No 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 no, no. let's <laughs> let me tell my story. Cause you leave out the most important detail all the time. Neuron sent me to the store. <laughs> and it's like this cute little convenience store. Listen, on the when you have a little block. sister, you just make them do things. That's the that's a part of life. I hope you get chased by rabbit dogs. <laughs> Listen, let me break it down. It's a we're bored. The electricity has gone out. We've nothing to do. So what do we do? We snack. Where's the snacks? In the corner store. So Nora was like, "If you don't go get snacks, I'm not going to talk to you or play with you, and then we're going to be bored all day." So I was like, "Well, golly, I gotta go get some snacks. <laughs> I'm not trying to sit here and be bored." So I get money from one of my aunties, and I'm like, "I can go to the store all by myself." I'm wearing sandals that are bigger than myself. I have a cute little she hijab had, on. She had a cute little hijab on and like capri but I was pajamas capri and like spaghetti <laughs> straps. <laughs> But I was a young child. That doesn't matter. She had her. She had like her water catch, and she was mm. like strutting in the streets, like mm, I'm I on my owned way. the streets. I friend. am on my way to this corner store. Chicken Town was not ready for me. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going down there. I I'm quite literally skipping, like any child would, with my eyes closed. I'm happy as can be, and then I just hear this subtle growl, and I'm like, Yo. <laughs> Hey, yo. <laughs> um, I just halted my tracks and I opened like one eye at a time and I see What's also, closing your eyes doing that situation. It was like, it's a white dog and like the size of a husky, but he's huge and he's angry like clearly just by me walking, but I guess we had stepped onto his turf um, and I just, I pull out my English. I'm like, good doggy, good doggy. And I try to like back up slowly <laughs> as I'm talking to it. And then this thing just barks like out of nowhere. Two other <laughs> dogs jump out. And all of a sudden, I am ambushed by what you would think are cute dogs, but they're just crazy and they're salivating and like they would like literally like I I love dogs with all my heart but these were the types of dogs that would literally eat your children alive pretty sure they're like part wolf and so I just scream and book it I'm telling you I lost those two sandals (laughs) that day
1: they just Nud- went flying off the I was minute. on the
0: other side of the wall so there's like this load-bearing wall you can see and Nuni is just running. I'm sure, my these, grandma is washing the front n- lawn with these gigantic sandals and my grandma looks up. She like jolts up and she's like what is that sound? Like, Nuni! Nudie's gonna chase my dog! And she starts hitting her face. Nana! <laughs> and then my uncle comes out of nowhere. does <laughs> The most uncle thing takes off his own sandal <laughs> and throws it at the dog. Misses, so the dog gets angrier, <laughs> and continues to chase me. I haven't made it around the block yet. No You so, guys, this isn't like a span of 75 feet. Like, it's, it's not a lot. It was the longest 75 feet of my life. You have no idea. I'm trying to outrun <laughs> these dogs. My uncle's trying to get his aim correct. And the way it is, is like there's this huge gate, and then you're inside the courtyard of the house, and then you can get into the house. Naran locked the gate. <laughs> Behind me, she didn't do it like out of like malicious intent, but she locked it. So I'm just banging on these metal doors. I'm just waiting to get eaten alive. And then my uncle finally gets the door open and sneaks me inside, and I make it. Listen, I know the ultimate snack, but God golly, I was not ready for all that. It was, I, I was. Nudie has faced death in very many situations. I don't, I don't know what's wrong with me, but. Every trip I have, something has to happen. Something has to happen. Um, and this, this was this occasion, I guess. This Noonie was special. not allowed to go back to the corner store after that. I told my story, and I was like, I would never have been in this situation if Nudon hadn't made me go get chips. And then when I get back from being chased, she had the audacity to ask me where the chips were. <laughs> it's like, fam, I didn't make it to the store. Did you not just witness what happened? <laughs> she also lost the money in the heat of things. So people were like, where's the money? <laughs> Get the chips. Notice, notice how no one's asking me if I'm okay. You were fine. You made it home okay. <laughs> I wish I got eaten so y'all would just have the worst <laughs> guilty conscience. You could never eat another chip in your life. Oh my God. Mm-mm. Finally leave my dad's mother country. And talk about what happens when we actually get into our own, you know... The city life. Because we're city girls, if you guys didn't know You should have seen us in New York (laughs) crying every day. (laughs) Because we were broke. We didn't want to be there anymore. (laughs) Three days later, we're like, yeah, I'm going home. Um, Anywho, Istanbul... Is a dream as it's like in the media, everything about it is just so perfect and wonderful. We're so fortunate enough to be from there and to be able to call that our home cities. And it was such a big change to go from such a dry, hot desert to like oceans and just beautiful sea breezes and Naran embarrassing herself in the biggest, number one tourist attraction in Istanbul. We're talking about the scene, trying to get tourists into our country. And here's Noonie just ruining the vibe. Nah, this is the perfect vibe. Because wait till y'all hear what she did. It ain't getting chased by dogs by any means. (laughs) But here's more embarrassing. So, we all know the Blue Mosque, Sultan Ahmed. It's one of the most, like Noonie said, it's one of the biggest tourist attractions in the city and one of the most historic parts of the city. So there's a lot of people from a lot of different countries and cultures and backgrounds just a lot of people I got a little too excited and (laughs) let me set the scene no I'm sending the scene (laughs) so we're all there we're taking pictures at this point I've always wanted to see the blue mosque and you guys know me I've always wanted to be an architect since I was little so seeing the blue mosque is just it was a part of a big dream for me. We get it. Get to the okay. juice. <laughs> I don't want to tell people. <laughs> and, okay, so we're walking, we take pictures, whatever. And then, <laughs> I see the dome of the moss. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> and I get so excited. I was like, oh my God, it's the Blue moss. I have to go take a picture. Dad come after me. I need to go take this picture. She too. calls death The person I should not have called. He should not have been warned in any way. He should have been there? Please. To see this altercation with me and the scene. So I there's like these st- and Europe is all cobblestone, okay? Oh, for sure. And my speaking of cobblestone, there's a really No, wait. No, that we we need happen. to address you first and then we're going to get to the white lady. <laughs> Okay. Okay. So I <laughs> stop. I'm running to go get my picture taken from the blue Mosque, Lord. And my foot gets caught. My not my foot, but my shoe gets caught in between two steps in between the cobblestone. <laughs> <laughs> my, it's stuck in there. And I can't get my foot. <laughs> so I fall. The best way I it. did a belly flop <laughs> on the freaking <laughs> cobblestone, and I was like, "What just happened?" And I'm tri- quickly trying to get. And my dad's sitting there like, "How <laughs> the bang, calling her a bear essentially. <laughs> are you blind? It is the greatest moment because uh, the best way I can describe it is y'all know how a statue falls. And it has no means just, of saving itself. Everyone thought I was just standing there and not falling. Listen, I heard the slap of Neron's body against the concrete. My back was turned, so I didn't see the whole thing unravel. But we heard the smack, and me and my grandma turned around, and my grandma's like, uh uh-huh! <laughs> No one is like, no, no one is school. helping me. I fall, like, my entire <laughs> belly was scraped. <laughs> How hard! I No one cared. Everyone was like, oh, but it was a pod." Me and Haindad are laughing. We get yelled at for laughing. <laughs> it's just the greatest day of my life. Because I don't ever fall in public, but this one time this I it. fell. Her foot got stuck, but when she fell, her two feet were in the air somehow. And, like, I just know, to this day... I am betting her foot is in one tourist picture because it's like center stage where everyone's lined up to get a picture of that dome. Re- I wish I could recreate the fall for you guys, but it was it was so astonishing. I don't even you know, <laughs> it so all so fast. <laughs> oh my god, we've oh. never looked more like tourists than that. I swear to God. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I heard people in the background go, "Ooh." <laughs> is she okay no one asked <laughs> if i was okay no one cared no one wanted cared. to get out of there no one but my grandma helped get up and like my grandma's the <laughs> tiniest little lady she can't help someone like up oh it was the <laughs> greatest experience of my life because it wasn't me because noone usually falls in public like i said i never me, fall you know i'm the clutch i i can't help myself and the one time I fall, it has to be in the most public space in the entire world where everyone can view it. So, there, were, there was everyone from all over the world that saw... National me. Geographic. Oh, man. But funnier than that, or at least I want to think it's funnier than what? that. What? This last time, we were walking in, like, the same area <laughs> up to- <laughs> Listen, this is funny because it's straight karma. <laughs> like, we were walking, just in that same part of town and there's a lot of tourist groups so you try to avoid them once you're... This is Fatih, Istanbul. It's, yeah. Uh, it's, it's the oldest city. Oldest city. It's one of the most touristy cities so there's a lot happening. So it's when also you're... where we were born and lived for the time period that we lived there. Um, so we're just trying to walk through our old streets you know. Just enjoy the views. See nostalgia. how things have changed. You know? And eat some sumit while we're at it. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! So I'm walking and straight, we, line. Just just straight, go, straight line. Straight line. We're fine. We're totally. Like, <laughs> we're <fine. laughs> we are locals at this point. We're just walking through. We're hustling and bustling. And then there's this tourist group coming, and there's just a bunch of white ladies. With their big straw hats and their Istanbul max. overly packed backpacks and their sandals, you don't wear sandals on cobblestone streets. Heels, like. you don't wear those on cobblestone streets. If you know anything about traveling to Europe,
1: always you pack tennis no. shoes.
0: Always pack tennis shoes. That's the only shoe you'll ever need. Not your no. sure Birkin stuff. Not, not, Su- at home. not Susan over here. Susan was in some sandals, showing off her pedicure, and she's walking. <laughs> and she's, <laughs> and she's, she's walking, and we're walking right across from the group. And the so like, the tour guide is talking. No, she's—they're walking right next to us. And so all of a sudden, Susan floored just. She falls like a tortilla and <laughs> just hits the ground. And she had desserts in her hand. And it and just, just <laughs> She plummets. Okay. She, there, was, there was no grace in it at all. And she's just so mad. She's, she's like, like oh, ah, beep. I can't wait to get out of this freaking country. And stupid cobblestone street. like man and i was gonna help her and then i heard this comment and i was like no one told you to be here the funniest part for me was the guy leading the tour he's still holding the flag to the hotel (laughs) he He does not care that she slammed on the concrete he's still talking about the history behind the buildings and he looks over and he's like oh okay we all good no my favorite part is she has a friend with her this lady plummets to the ground, but her lady goes after the desserts. <laughs> and she opens Man. them and she's like, oh, oh, they're good. They're okay. And the lady is still on the ground. Face first. Like, no one is helping her. <laughs> oh, my lord! <love. laughs> oh, my gosh. Pack your sneakers. Overpack, like, Mama Janan. Don't forget anything. For the love of God. Try not to embarrass yourself in a foreign country on a different continent. Be open to new experiences. Like me having to go to the bathroom in a hole to Absolutely. Susie having to walk and on. And sacrifice her desserts. You know, it's it's fine. But these are the things that make memories and they're what make traveling with the chaotic family so so fun. Um and definitely why we keep doing it despite all of these unfortunate events. I can't wait for in the future, like when inshallah we get married and we have kids like i will always ask to go on a big family trip because that's what i know is going to be the most memorable for my children and their children to come and absolutely i'm definitely gonna bubble wrap my children knowing how their mother is and was (laughs) they're gonna fall off the plane (laughs) Mm -hmm. and the troubles their mother faced (laughs) i will not let my baby suffer (laughs) You gotta write a guide for them surviving as Noonie's child. <laughs> I'm gonna pack them a second parachute. Like, it's, I'm, I'm gonna be my mother, but like on a different level. It's fine. Thank you guys so much for tuning in again this week. We had so much fun talking to you guys. We hope that you guys are enjoying our podcast. Make sure that you like and subscribe to our Spotify page. And tell your friends so they can also get a nice little 30 minutes of just some giggles. Yeah, we always like giving you guys something to smile about in the morning. And we love seeing the DMs of you guys telling us how your stomach hurts, you can't breathe. Those are our favorites. So thank you guys guys so much again for all of your love and support. Again, if you ever want to reach out to us, like Noonie said, send us a DM on Instagram or just go ahead and send us an email at justinbetweenpod at gmail.com. Thanks again, guys. And we hope to see you next week on our next episode.